Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Yeah, whatever. The following podcast contains... Don't you cuss on this here radio. I apologize to all the friendly folk who are listening. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you spent more time checking Snopes than you spent checking the weather, what the hell is that about? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Sunday, December 31st, 2017, Would I Lie to You Year in Review edition of the show, where we talk about this year in dishonesty. Stay tuned. The What the Hell podcast is brought to you by Duplicity, providing plausibility. Do you sometimes find yourself in a tough spot and need a way out? Try Duplicity. With Duplicity, you aren't lying per se, you're just arranging the facts in the most convenient way. Duplicity stretches the truth, doubles down on double talk, and engages in evasion to muddy the waters so no one can prove you lie. Duplicity is the go-to cool tool for work and home, no matter if you blew your big account or bought a surprise bass boat. Duplicity provides ambiguity, deniability, and plausible uncertainty for any occasion. Use the promo code, it depends on what the definition of the word is, is when you sign up and receive a free month of duplicity. When you can't have the truth plain to see, try a little duplicity. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage. And then he's heard no more. Here's a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Happy New Year, pod friends. Notice, uh, anything different at the top of the show? Yeah, we're making some changes, you know, messing with some formats, mostly because Gavin is out and Fast Eddie sent over some kid with an unpronounceable name. I, I, I think he might be a Russian, but he could just have one of those fucking millennial names that make no sense to anyone. And this is Blake and Blair and Blaine and Brent. Where are all these goofy fucking boys' names coming from? Taylor, Tyler, Jordan, Flynn. These are not real names. One of the things we're tinkering with is our name. Don't worry, we're always going to be the what the hell something or another. But after two years of asking what the hell were you thinking, we got to thinking. Which is never a good idea. That there are so many other things we could follow what the hell with. Maybe, you know, we could experiment or something. Like I did in college. Unlike in college, we hope that it doesn't lead to feelings of guilt, confusion, and a stilted conversation about how much both of us were drinking that night. Awkward. As of this recording, we are on the very last day of 2017 and on my very last nerve with 2017. So what better time for us to do our annual recap of all the shit that went down? It was a tough call on how to come up with this year's recap because, uh... A lot of shit has gone down back 
off. So how do you even choose what to include? This year's been a maelstrom of chaos, idiocy, malfeasance, massive failure, incredible acts of resistance, and crushing defeats for all of us. Here at the end of it, I think we can all agree we just want things to slow down a bit, to start to make sense. In fact, if I could have one wish for 2018, it would be for the restoration of common sense and sanity. But uh, as my mom used to tell me on a daily basis every single day of my childhood... Well, wish in one hand, shit in the other one, see which one fills up first. Still, if there was one thing about 2017 that stands out above all others, beyond the background hum of stupidity, corruption, and incompetence, it is the stunning levels of bullshit pumped by a fire hose into the public. It is... Lies! 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 So let's take a look at all the lies and the lying liars who told them in 2017. Our exclusive review of the top 10 on Billboard's Pop, Soul, Country, and Album charts for the week ending July 1st, 1984. Now, here's Casey Kasem. Thank you and hello again, everybody. Welcome to America's Top 10. Let's turn right to the action on the Billboard Pop Singles chart and run down the 10 most popular hits in the land this week. Start with number 12, please. Hey, we start in January 2017, which is a real doozy, setting the stage for a whole year of mendacity when everyone's favorite punching bag, Sean Spicer, took the podium on Inauguration Day to ask a baffled nation, who you gonna believe, him or your own lying eyes? This was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period, both in person and around the globe. Even the New York Times printed a, photo a photograph showing the, that a, a misrepresentation of the crowd in the original tweet in their paper which showed the full extent of the support, depth, and crowd and intensity that existed. These attempts to lessen the enthusiasm of the inauguration are shameful and wrong. Oh my God, seriously? There was more white showing on that mall than at a Trump rally in Alabama. Who exactly was going to believe this? I mean, besides the millions of morons being mainline propaganda by Fox News. At the time, it was actually fucking funny. It, and it inspired one of the best moments of Saturday Night Live in an entire generation. I would like to begin today by apologizing on behalf of you to me for how you have treated me these last two weeks. And that apology is not accepted. And where credit is due, I will give it. When it comes to starting out like you mean to go on, uh, the Trump administration definitely did it. So, uh, good job, uh, I, I guess. See, most, most blokes, you know, be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. February brought us the first shoe in L'Affaire de Russe in the termination of National Security Advisor Mike Flynn, who uh, had some veracity issues when questioned about his conversations with the Russians. But th th that his lies are not the lies that made our list. No, 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 Flynn is a convicted liar now, and that knocks him out of contention. But his boss, that fucker is still lying about it. And that wins for sheer balls out and wiggling around Calumny, which was the, in the Trump response to Flynn's being fired. Michael Flynn, General Flynn, is a wonderful man. I think he's been treated very, very unfairly by the media. Um, 
as I call it, the fake media in many cases. And uh, I think it's really a sad thing that he was treated so badly. I think in addition to that, uh, from intelligence, uh, papers are being leaked, things are being leaked. It's criminal action, criminal act. And it's been going on for a long time before me. But now it's really going on. And people are trying to cover up for a terrible loss that the Democrats had under Hillary Clinton. I think it's very, very unfair what's happened to General Flynn, the way he was treated, and the documents and papers that were illegally, I stress that, illegally leaked. Very, very unfair. <laughs> very unfair. Fake news, witch hunts. These are the same fucking lies we would hear for the next 11 months, and apparently for the foreseeable future. I mean, it's like the president is... Uh, He's hiding something. Yeah, that's entirely possible. The number 10? Of course, in March, President Trump informed us that Barack Hussein Obama had wire tap, pap, 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 his phones during the election campaign of 2016. But he wasn't. On March 4th, Trump tweeted, quote, terrible. Just found out that Obama had my wires tapped in Trump Tower just before the victory. Nothing found. This is McCarthyism. And then continued on in a tweet storm comparing the non-existent event to Hitler, Nixon, and the appearance of Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch. To this day, we're not exactly sure why Trump tweeted this. Speculation runs from some intelligence briefing. But usually when Trump tweets out some wild shit out of his tweet hole, he's watching Fox and Trends, but they didn't even mention it this time. So it remains a... Sometimes it's just a, a mystery. Up next... The number is nine. Where April finds Sean Spicer sliding back into the countdown with a little fabrication about Hitler never using nerve gas during World War II. You know, someone as despicable as Hitler, who didn't even sink to the... to the... to using chemical weapons. So... You have to, if you're Russia, ask yourself, is this a country that you and a regime that you want to align yourself with? Uh, you have previously signed on to international agreements, rightfully acknowledging that the use of chemical weapons should be out of bounds by every country. Hitler didn't even sink to the level of using chemical weapons. What did you mean by that? I think when you come to sarin gas, uh, there was no, he was not using the gas on his own people the same way that a shot is doing it. I mean, there was clearly, I, I, I understand your point. Thank you. I, I, thank you. I appreciate that. There was not in the, in the, he brought him into the, to, um, to the Holocaust Center. I understand that. But I'm saying in the way that Assad used them, where he went into towns, dropped them down to innocent into the middle of towns, it was brought to, so the use of it, and I appreciate the clarification there. That was not the intent. Oh, Sean. Really? <laughs> Now, some could dispute whether or not this was a lie or Sean Spicer was just being a dipshit. But when you take the time to look at the context, Sean was clearly structuring an answer as an evasion to the question. If I had answered my parents with a patent evasion like that, my dad would have been all, Oh, you want another ass whooping, huh? And if that shit won't fly with my dad when I was 13, it's not going to fly from the fucking podium of the goddamn press secretary. It's a lie. Number eight. May brought us the firing of James Comey. It's, yes, that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say about that. It would not be an overly bold prediction to say that this will be the lie that will finally bring down the whole rotten house. I mean, even if collusion is not proven, 
And boy, it sure looks, looks like it will be. Even if we never find the dirt on Trump's finances, and boy, it looks like we probably will. And even if by some accident that fat fuck finishes four years in office without impeachment or keeling over dead, and boy, I sure wouldn't place any odds on that. I still think that this will be the lie that ended it all. He's not the brightest bulb, I'll give you that. And he's growing dimmer every month he's in office. Number seven, thank you. June brought us the appointment of Bob Mueller as special prosecutor and a whole new set of deception from the Trumpkins himself, who tweeted desperately to deflect growing attention from his borscht stained tiny fingers to, well, I mean anyone, really. The day after Mueller was appointed, a now familiar early morning tweet storm shot out of Trump like one of those videos on YouTube where someone is popping one of those giant fucking greasy zits right on the back of the nation and it's just gushing pus and blood all over Twitter and, you know, the nation. If, um, if you need to vomit, that is okay. I did. He said, quote, Crooked H destroyed phones with hammer, bleached emails, and had husband meet with Attorney General days before she was cleared, and they talked about obstruction. You are witnessing the greatest single witch hunt in American political history, led by some very bad and conflicted people. Hashtag MAGA. He, uh, he seemed a little scared by Mueller being appointed. An innocent man fears nothing. I'll give you number six. In July, we learned that Trump's larger adult son, Don Jr., met with the Russians along with basically everyone else in the campaign to get the dirt on Hillary Clinton. It wasn't even subtle or anything. He, he fucking wrote about it in emails that were fucking public. And then they went and lied about the meeting. It takes some real fucking cojones to lie to the face of the public when the public already knows what you did. But somehow... That's exactly what the Trump administration did. And then we learned the president actually drafted the statement lying about the meeting, which subsequently had to be amended and finally retracted. At this point, we are past lying and just just now compiling. So do you have a list of spectacular dumbasses? Honest to God, we do. And Don Jr.'s at the fucking top. Five on number five to win. I feel lucky. In August, we transcended mendacity and went straight to an alternate reality. When Trump stood on a stage and lied about disavowing the Nazis in Charlottesville, who killed an innocent woman just days after he stood on another stage and totally did not disavow them. In fact, he said there were bad people on both sides. But then, literally a week later, after saying there were bad people on both sides and specifically not calling out Nazis as bad people, a week where his fucking words played on a constant loop on television, this idiot told his supporters that he clearly never said exactly what he fucking said. God, my head hurts. My head has not stopped hurting since this happened. And none of them include the number four. September finds us with Chris Kobach, a man whose sole purpose in life is to keep brown people from casting a vote. That's not fair. No, you're right. That's not fair at all because Chris Kobach is against anyone voting. He'd be perfectly happy to institute a conservative dictatorship come theocracy where white Christians dominated the country and no one ever needed to vote again. Kobach was given the charge by Trump to find evidence of voter fraud in the 2016 election and in September, he presented absolute proof 
that thousands of people voted illegally in New Hampshire. I'm not even sure there are thousands of people in the state of New Hampshire combined. The proof that people voted in 2016 illegally was that a bunch of them, thousands of them, he said, presented their driver's license to vote, but did not register a car. This, he claimed, conclusively proved that he had located finally voter fraud. It did not. And it never will, because voter fraud is a huge fucking lie that GOP has been peddling for decades to disenfranchise voters. Only this year, they were so bad at peddling, they can't even pretend it's not a lie. I mean, fucking Roy Moore filed a lawsuit predicated literally on the idea that too many black people had voted in Alabama. Yeah, that takes balls. Number three. October brought us Uranium One. This is actually a retread from 2016 that came roaring back when state-run media, the White House, began casting around for diversion from the charges filed against the Trump campaign staff and their subsequent guilty pleas. So they went back to the only fucking thing they have, Hillary. The gist, which is more than this lie actually deserves, is that Hillary gave the Russians access to uranium at a crooked deal. She did not. They didn't get any uranium. And the whole thing is a whole obloquy to get stupid people looking left while a Russian hooker runs out of Trump's bedroom on the right. He says he won't come if I don't pee on him. We're counting them down, and now we come to... November's lie, which is one I'd actually missed during the news cycle. While Trump was on his trip to Asia, he said that Obama wasn't allowed to land Air Force One in the Philippines because President Duterte told him, I don't like you. Now, Duterte did call Obama an asshole, and Obama took it philosophically and replied, Bitch, please. I and flew right the fuck on because Barry's got no time for tin-pot dictators who lie like dogs. But hey... Trump thinks Duterte is a-okay, probably because they have so much in fucking common. Which brings us to the new number one song in the USA on American Top 40. But before we hear it, let's check out the number ones on Billboard's other charts. Just like Casey's Top 40 countdown, we're going to pause before you bring you the December's number one lie. Take a moment to remember those who gave us the lies, or fought so hard to show us the lies, or those who just honestly, we had no fucking clue what they did. It's the What the Hell podcast in memoriam for 2017. Sally Yates, who told us that Mike Flynn was a crook and the Constitution forbids religious discrimination. Michael Flynn, who was so stupid he thought he could collude with the Russians without the intelligence agencies where he used to work ever finding out. James Comey, who gave us Trump, but then tried real, real hard to make up for doing it. Walter Schaub, who resigned from the White House Ethics Office because he never had any. Michael Dubke, who's only notable because of Anthony Scaramucci, who replaced him. And of course, the Mooch. Oh, Mooch, you burned like a rocket across the heavens. Sean Spicer, who lied so poorly it was almost funny for a little while. Reince Priebus, you fetid little monkey. Your lack of spine is a wonder of invertebrates everywhere. Steve Bannon, the Nazi-in-chief, belief collaborator with his podcast, and possibly the only person in the campaign smart enough not to 
collaborate with the Russians. Sebastian Gorka, you manic little shit weasel. No one knows what the fuck you did, but we're all glad to see you gone. Tom Price, Health and Human Services Secretary, and a guy who liked to fly in luxury on the taxpayer's dime. Finally, Omarosa, who everyone in the entire United States of America asked, what the fuck is she doing there? Only to find out that everyone in the White House was asking the same fucking question. Farewell, bright stars. Some of you will be going to jail. Some of you will apparently be walking into my office at work. But all of you were shitty, awful human beings that will be remembered for the most embarrassing, pathetic presidential first year in the history of the United States. And now finally, the last lie of 2017, unless Trump has tweeted something since I started uh, recording. Uh, Nope, 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 nothing that big. So our closer for 2017 is this statement by Donald Trump on December 4th. Well, I feel badly for General Flynn. I feel very badly. He's led a very uh, strong life, and I feel very badly, John. I will say this. Uh, Hillary Clinton lied many times to the FBI. Nothing happened to her. Flynn lied, and they destroyed his life. I think it's a shame. Hillary Clinton, on the 4th of July weekend, went to the FBI, not under oath. It was the most incredible thing anyone's ever seen. She lied many times. Nothing happened to her. Flynn lied, and it's like they ruined his life. It's very unfair. Thank you very much. Yep, he went back to the Clinton well one more time for a whopper that's so blatant, it's belied in the words of Jason Chaffetz, whose little dick nugget that held a press conference about the Russia story that was written by the White House while he was investigating the Russia story. That is how dumb these fucking people are. The only people dumber are the Fox News shit for brains that believe Trump, even when they see and hear him contradict his lies. So, uh, happy new year, America. And honest to God, these were just the small selection of lies, prevarications, deceptions, dishonesties, distortions, evasions, fabrications, fictions, falsehoods, misrepresentations, literal perjuries, fibs, fraudulence, libels, mendacities, and subterfuges spewed forth in the greatest display of bullshit this podcast has ever witnessed. And keep in mind, I was in the military where lies about sex were social currency. It would be one thing if there was just an ounce of shame that came with these lies. But each increasingly absurd deceit is delivered with a guileless smile and obsequious sincerity by a rogues gallery of players, each of whom is more disgusting and slimy than the last. But none of them, not even Trump himself, can rival the master of mendacious mundanity, Kellyanne Conway. You said there are, quote, big scandals. And when I asked you what these big scandals are, because I can't let these incendiary words just float out there with no evidence. I can't. I can't just because people want clicks, they want things to go viral, they want ad revenues. I won't do that. But if you can I'm, tell me I'm what these big scandals are, right you now, came back Kellyanne. with rhetoric. I'm you not made trying it about to the go media. viral. But the but scandals about are about the, media. the president's lies, about voter Excuse fraud, me? about wiretapping, his repeated lies about those issues. He doesn't, he doesn't think he's scandal. lying about those issues, and you know it. He has gone forth, and he talked about surveillance, and you know we've got a lot of a husbands lot of don't think they're lying the, when they cheat on their spouse and then the say Italian, they're not. Doesn't mean are you're you not really lying. To, oh, are you back to the Clintons now? What are you talking about? What kind of analogy is that? <laughs> I mean, look, um, but, look. I, uh, Brian, I appreciate the Clinton pivot. I, I but, do. I, I, I respect look, I'm here, what you do but, and how you do it. I don't, because you, Kellyanne, 
You're the fucking liar of the year and a year of lies. You continue to astound me with your ability to sit before an incredulous nation. Which is the, the correct usage of the word. And just to fucking lie to us. I mean, do you even have a soul? I know crooked televangelists with more shame. You're the moral equivalent of the Shaggy song, It Wasn't Me. You amaze me, Callie You amaze and disgust me. You are truly the most revolting human being this side of a convicted child molester. I can think of, there are serial killers out there with more fundamental decency than you. So here's to you, Kellyanne Conway, the What the Hell Podcast Worst Person of the Year 2017. So bow down to her if you want. Bow to her. Bow to the queen of slime, the queen of filth, the queen of putrescence. Boo! Boo! Rubbish, filth, slime, muck. Boo! Boo! That is it for our rear year in review show and for 2017. We want to thank all of you for listening to this low-rated wreck of a podcast. You are truly gluttons for punishment. We also want to thank everyone who donated to our Patreon. You know who you are, and we promise to use that money for booze and cigarettes because that's what makes this show work. And that's probably why my voice sounds like this. If we would like to support my addictions or continue the wreck of my once beautiful voice, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash whatthehellpodcast. If you don't want to pay up like a bunch of cheap bastards, the least you can do and we mean that, is rate and review this show wherever you get your podcasts that helps others find this show so they can hate it just as much as you do. You can follow me on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast or the show name on Facebook where the pithy lies I tell are documented for perpetuity. And I think it was my shitty tweets that made the Library of Congress finally stop archiving all the tweets that were made. And I consider that an accomplishment. Find all of our shows at the show name on SoundCloud or at www.whatthehellpodcast.com. Well, tell us what you think about the format at What The Hell Podcast at Gmail or call the listener line at 347-687-9601. For me, Dave Bledsoe, the increasingly replaceable producer, Gavin. What is your name, weird dude, anyway? That, never mind, I'm never going to remember. And all the other fictional liars on this show... Now, would we say something that wasn't true? We're asking you, Sugar, would we lie to you? We'll see you all next week.
Seltzer Kings Podcasts.